know if you shout loud enough, okay. you'll hear yourself at the ground. So there's a delay. So if you shout loud enough now, you'll hear yourself at the ground. If you shout, come on, England, you'll hear yourself. You go on, then. On Monday. Come on, England. Come on, England. Come on, England. Why are you recording it? I took my lad to Leeds. It is the international break. We do still have a lot to talk about over the Brentford game. So uh, we have the Pontus Janssen situation where he um, did swear on TV. We also have Alioski headbutt situation, which hasn't been, um, nothing's happened about that. But the main story is Pontus Janssen may be banned. What what do you think? That's a rumour, but I don't think the Pontus thing is a, is an FA situation. I don't think they he didn't do anything that misrepresented being a footballer uh, with that swear. And I think it, it's more of a problem for Sky. You know, that's the risk. You know, Sky run all the time. And actually, you've got to know the audience you're playing to. It's just Leeds fans. They would have felt like everyone watching that bar... You know, a few Brentford fans, and there's not many of those knocking about, as we know. They they wouldn't have minded what he said. In fact, we all loved it. If anything, it was great telly. I think. Well, is it not what the FA are wanting to pick him up on? Are the actual comments on being robbed and not? Yeah, yeah. I think it is that they didn't like what he said about the referee and saying that. Well, we've been robbed from this game. I just don't think the FA particularly like that. So imagine you're Pontus Janssen, yeah? You've just done that, yeah? Yeah. And you've said those words. And almost a week later, you are asked for your comments and feelings on why you said you felt like you'd been robbed. It, what, did you say that was a robbery? What yep. would you answer to that? Well, I'd answer, well, I'm just telling the truth, really. I felt like I felt like that. I'm pretty sure... Well, who was robbed? You say that's a real strong accusation... You're, you're saying a criminal phrase and uh, attributing to a person who represents the FA, what's your evidence behind we were robbed? Or it was a robbery? Well, clearly, if you just look back at the decisions, there's um, many things which could explain, like, penalty no, 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 situation. No, remember, you're, you're Pontus Johansson. Mm-hmm. You've got to say why you said that. We all know, I mean, look, my God, that penalty! The more you look at it, the more you think how that that guy should be arrested for cheating. He should get life for that. It was ridiculous. The more and more you see, it gets worse. I mean, but that's never been up in front of the FA. Your Pontus, this is a context you've got to put it into. He's made a claim saying it was a robbery. The decisions were horrendous, and I mean, I feel like I used my words wisely, and and said. Um, telling the truth in fact I'm pretty sure many other people would say the same so that is your final statement mm-hmm. so how do you think the FA should react to that because the, the point is here when it comes to almost like a black and white view what Pontus said with the robbery is wrong mm-hmm. you shouldn't really say that you know 
it's it's weird. He said robbery. You could have said the referee got lots of decisions wrong, and it would probably go really. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have even been looked at. But I think because he's used the term robbery, the FA do need to be seen to doing something. I think where it, the big question comes in, do you think Ponta should be banned for saying that? I, I don't think he should be. See, I don't think anyone thinks he should be. Because I think what comes into play is the context of a scenario. You're talking, it must have been two minutes, two and a half minutes after the full-time whistle had gone. Especially for that individual getting chased down by Sky to... Uh, be interviewed when he's high high emotion time is I think that needs to be put into consideration and the fact that it really can even be suggested he will be fined or banned is absolute ridiculousness isn't it it's, it's, it's a nonsense just like that referee it's unbelievable how this Brentford game of which by the way Brentford got absolutely no problem with at all it's almost like you feel this week, don't you, lad, that it, it, they've almost become a bigger rival than they've ever been before because of the scenario. It wasn't Brentford, you know? Yeah, the guy dived, but how many times does Luke Ayling dive on the ball, you know, to protect it? That mm -hmm. got left back. Yeah, he should have been sent off, but how many times have we gone, blooming heck, I'm really glad Berardi's still on the pitch because he shouldn't be. You can't blame Brentford for all that. It's a referee who got it wrong. And... For it to drag on like this is just an absolute nonsense, isn't it? That lad in the dugout who headbutted Alioski, that, that is the easiest discipline moment ever. Now, if he gets away with not being disciplined for that and Pontus gets banned or, or God knows what for saying it was a robbery, then that is an absolute sham. And that... That needs then to be investigated by an independent body. And, and you know, I reckon if, if there is a ban, Leeds would have a case for suing the FA. Well, if they did end up banning Pontus, I, I would sue him. You'd sue the FA. For not for not doing anything about the headbutt situation and then what Pontus Janssen, he, he says one swear word and he says it's a robbery. I, I mean, headbutting someone and saying that on TV, it's not... It's completely different things, because one of them's like physical and one of them's just verbal. Like the verbal one has nothing wrong with it. It's not. I mean, it is directed at the referee, but like I mean, the the referee surely wouldn't bother with that. But then there's then there's the headbutt situation, which should have been dealt with. Um, uh, well, probably during the game, or maybe at least like now when they're talking about the Pontus Janssen situation. I mean, I'm thinking um, we're hopefully getting hyped up too much about this. Being Leeds fans, we, we kind of... Leeds fans, we generally are a negative bunch. We can get, get uh, negative about ourselves quickly. I'm just hoping we will be overthinking this as Leeds fans in, in, in the stereotypical negative way we do sometimes. We get over negative about stuff associated with our club for, for obvious reasons. Hopefully the FA... We'll just look at it and go, yeah, yeah, we've asked for your excuse. We totally understand it because we're football people. There should be anyway. We get why you'd say something like that. Let's all move on. And let's hopefully it ends there. Because if it does, I think that that, that really should be all about court cases and things like that. Because it, 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 it would seem like a, an attack on us whilst the other club, regardless of who it is, Brentford, whoever, should have been done for that headbutt at least. <laughs>
I do like to watch international football, but the thing is that I don't like about, say, like Leeds players such as uh, Cooper, uh, uh, Dallas, uh, Bailey Peacock, Farrell. I, I don't like it because it just has a higher chance of them possibly getting injured. Like, well, two core players of the team and poss- and Dallas are a core player of the team as well, arguably. But like, no, that's why I don't like it because then they could get injured. Then they're out for like a month. And then we have to use a backup person who maybe not be the standards of them. No, I mean, but on the other side, it's it's... I think there's no real answer to that. I see it as international football. Your players get get called up to a team. I get really proud of those players, and almost it's like recognition that they are good and they're playing for Leeds and they're kind of representing Leeds on a national scale. And you know, I get totally the injury thing, and that's every football manager's worst nightmare. I think you know, you always used to hear uh, England getting absolute pelters off off uh, managers for how they trained and were treated in games. I I kind of look at it the other way. At least these players are then playing against some of the best in the world. And so they get better. So I, I can never really come to a conclusion on it. How who were can we look now online, see who who played? The Irish. Let's have a look at their most recent against Austria where they lost. Ferguson Dallas. Playing them, Peacock Farrell. Oh right, okay. Have we got ratings? Have we got injured or not? None of them got subbed. So that means they've come out unscathed from that. Hallelujah! I think they've got games. Is it games well, like Peacock Mon- Farrell got a yellow card though? Oh, did he? I wonder what he did. Didn't say anything. Uh, well, at least it looks like they got out unscathed. Coops do. Scotland. Scotland. Barry Douglas. Well, he's injured though, isn't he? So mm-hmm. surely he didn't play. Don't think he's in the squad. Yeah, well, is it, uh, well, that's okay. I'm I'm all right with that because you know we're just going through this and seeing that actually we're gonna, this this international break I think is going to be great for Leeds all round. To be honest with you, what about our man Alioski? Oh, play today, Macedonia. Oh, oh is it today? Well, fingers crossed because uh, Alioski uh, for me had his, one of his best games for his uh, against Brentford despite the vile headbutt he received from behind. Nice to see him getting on well in uh, Macedonia. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search lad to Leeds. Transfer news, Leeds United are plotting a triple signing in January, um, being prepared to splash the cash as we target Premier League return as we target Premier League returns. Um we want uh, apparently we want a striker winger and a centre back. And where did that start? Because that, that appeared this uh, week, didn't it? We we put it back on our social media. Who uh, where, what was the source of that story? Uh, Leeds United News. On uh, Instagram, yeah, on Instagram. great, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow those guys are really good. I, I don't know about you, but I love these kind of things because it, it really makes me uh, start fantasizing, but also trying to filter that fantasy with who we should sign. And we kind of had a discussion about if you had to sign 
uh, a centre-back, a winger and a striker in January, who would it be? And it had to be as realistic as you can possibly think. We're not going to have 20 million to spend on these players. That's just the reality of it. But you'd like to think, going into this fantasy question, we would have the Bielsa power of being able to attract players who aren't getting first-team football in the Premiership down to us, or even some of the better Championship players come to us. So shall we start from the top and go to the bottom of the squad? Which striker would you go for, lad? I'd have to say I'd go for one of the Bournemouth strikers. Yeah? Maybe Callum Wilson. We should be looking at people who are scoring consistently in a lot of games. And I... For a team who are doing half decent in the league. I mean, we're at Bournemouth at the moment, aren't they? Like uh, fifth or something I, like that. Yeah, fifth something. I mean, that, yeah. That's a tough one. How much it do you It would cost a bit. Well, I, I think you you probably bust the bank on that already, haven't you? I reckon They're probably about... Two, say we have 20 mil to spend. I don't think Leeds will have 20 mil to spend. I think it'll be less than 10. I mean, pound to splash the cash but I've got no idea anyway this is all fantasy I don't know how we could ever know there's only one person who could so you've got you've got Callum Wilson yeah Mm -hmm. let's just pretend this is within our budget Callum Wilson which winger would you go for Uh, winger I I did say Jadon Sancho but he, his price has gone up probably by oh, 15 yeah. mil now. I He'd mean, probably be like 30 mil. There is someone, he's called Martin Odegaard. We've already got one big problem. So your source is FIFA for this one, right? Mm-hmm. They've got one big problem. Though. What's that? He's on loan. Where's he at? Vitesse. Oh, okay. But he plays for Real Madrid. He's a Real Madrid player, mm-hmm. but he's on loan over in Holland. Yeah. So is he Spanish? Um, Norwegian. I know this guy. Yeah. He was like this super wonder kid who Real Madrid picked up, and he just hasn't cut through at all. Yeah, apparently. No, he's good. He's a good player. He's an awesome player. His videos on... I've just figured out who he is. Yeah, his, his videos on YouTube are awesome. But yeah, you could probably get pick him up, you know. Yeah, we could. He was meant to be this amazing wonder kid, and you know... Guys from over there, and we get a few listeners over in Norway. They, they, Leeds is a huge club over in Norway and Denmark, that area. He might just come over like that. Yeah. That is a really good shout, that, actually. Very skillful player. Right. Very sizey, but a bit taller and ganglier. Now, this is a hard one, I think. It's who, centre-backs, who are you thinking? Centre-backs. Uh, I think this is an, an important position, I mean, there was just Stephen Corker that we were getting him for like one point three mil. Where is Stephen Corker now? Um, he's at Dundee. Dundee. Yeah, wasn't he, he is at Dundee, isn't is he? Is he still at Dundee? Because he, he, there was lots of rumours that they wanted him, you know, to come back to England. That he wasn't wasn't happy up there. Stephen Corker, current team. Dundee, still at Dundee. How much did he go to Dundee for? Was he? Uh... It's an unknown price. Yeah, I think. Um, and where was he before that? Was it QPR? Um, yeah, QPR got him for eight mil. Yeah, no, he was a big, he went big on loan. name. He, he went played... on loan at Southampton and Liverpool, then Moscow. Yeah, I when mean, Dundee bought him, he'd be he'd be a great one. How old is he now? Twenty six. I think that's a great shout. I think he's, that, that's a, a great shout to get. There's obviously something not quite right with him. Because I don't know how he's had that 
career. Is he only 26? I mean, that's yeah. nuts if he's only 26. Yeah, he started at Tottenham, went on loan to Yeovil, went on loan again to Bristol City, went on loan to Swansea. Mm. Then Cardiff bought him for 8 mil. Then QPR bought him for 8 mil. Then he they is. loaned him out to three other clubs. He and then Dundee bought him. He is a good a good player. Um, I, I, just, I just wonder why he hasn't been picked up by a bigger club and he's gone on that route. Um, but good three pixels. Striker. Callum Wilson. Midfielder. Martin Odegaard. And then your defender. Stephen Cole. I reckon that would push it through. Right, my turn. Do you want mine? Yeah. There we go. Striker. I like this lad. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad game. And he is awesome on FIFA 19 also. Dominic Solanke. Solanke. Solanke or Solanke? Solanke. Solanke, uh, I, think... I like. I like. It. He's tall, he's strong, he's powerful. I think in that, front of that offensive free for Leeds, I think he would be absolutely awesome for us. That's a good shout. Midfield. Uh, now, we like I said, we try and make this as realistic as possible. I always put a filter on these choices, but obviously we're playing in fantasy. And this lad got bought for 10 million only a few seasons ago, but he, he can't get a start. He's had three starts for his current club. I'm going back to Merseyside. Luckman. Adam Luckman. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that again, like Solanke, I haven't, I've never seen the lad have a bad game. And you uh -huh. see his highlights from going on loan last season. He looks absolutely awesome. I mean, he also came on and scored. I think he got a goal against City. I, I won he did. It was wasn't it his debut when he yeah, came it was on? His debut he came on and Charlton. scored straight away. Yeah. I I look at those two guys from Merseyside. Obviously, Solanke. Is it Solanke? Solanke. Solanke has uh, been at Chelsea. Liverpool p picked him up from there because he knew he wasn't ever going to get a game. It's not quite working out for him this season and with Sturridge coming back, I don't think he's going to get much first-team football. So I'd go striker Solanke, Luckman, I think would be minting that offensive free for yeah. us. I think that's a great shout. And, and for those two, because it is fantastic, I think on loan with a potential deal, if we get promoted, we buy them and we pay top buck for them then. Mm -hmm. It's almost like put a reserve on them. Yeah. What do you think? No, that's a good idea, yeah. Now time for my defender. Now this was really hard. Trying to keep it locked into reality. There is a lad, and I bet you haven't heard of him because I had to research this. Uh, like I say, I, I, went, uh, I went down all kinds of rabbit warrens trying to find these defenders because I actually think a defender is harder to... A great defender is harder to find that can be great in the championship and also transfer that into the premiership. Mm -hmm. And the person I found is a lad who plays for a club, who play in front of huge crowds week in, week out. He's an international and he's called Christopher Azier. He's a central defender for Celtic. Christopher Jair. Ajer, A-J-E-R. And he plays for Celtic. And he actually went out on loan last year uh, to Kilmarnock. And he's come through the youth ranks at Celtic. But he's used to that big club atmosphere. 
he could transfer to Leeds' his environment and Celtic are doing really well this season and he's playing nearly every single game. I reckon he only costs Celtic half a mil. We could attract him down to us. So he's, he's a huge potential one. But in a mix there, he, he plays for his international team. He, I think he might be a good signing and definitely within budget. Another Norwegian guy. There you go. And they love Leeds over in that neck of the woods. I reckon we could attract that guy in and he's played nearly every game for Celtic this year. He's having a blinder. Let's go in and get him. He'll be good for the future. He should be up to standard now. What a great mix to put in there with Pontus and that. <laughs> Who's got the better ones? Is it me or lad? Comment on social media. What? Where can you find us? At lad to Leeds on Instagram, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can also email us if that's what you're into. Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. Should we put a poll on, on Instagram? Let's put a poll on. Who do you think is a better team? We'll do that now. In the past um, week, we have um, been given rumor, like, no teasers, in fact, about why Leeds, well, conclusively now, is the best team in the whole entire world. This story I'm about to tell you is is that conclusive proof that lad alludes to and been teasing with. So it all started. Actually, this goes all the way back to the Birmingham game that we had, and we had our first visit with um, your sister and your mum as well to Ellen Road of the season and so we hit the club shop hard didn't we? Mm -hmm. What did you buy? Well I bought the whole Leeds kit. The whole Leeds kit? The whole entire Leeds kit. name and and number and all that on and I got, I smashed and grabbed uh, an XXL Leeds top. Now (laughs) When we got back that evening, I thought, ooh, I'll try it on. Because obviously I assumed an XXL was definitely going to fit me. Yes. Yeah? I'm not going to be much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What I didn't realise was they sell a slim fit as well as a standard fit. And guess which one I picked up, folks? The slim fit. And guess what? Even though it's XXL, do you think it makes you look any better? No, no. it doesn't. Beware of that if you're hitting a club shop, guys. So... Let's go back to the next game, which was Brentford just gone. That was the first one we could do at Elm Road. And I'll just hand in the receipt and change it for a standard one, of which we did. And then when we were in there, we went, ooh, actually, it's almost £15 cheaper to buy the standard one, so I've got change. So I eyed up that retro. They've got a great selection of retro tops. I mean, what's, I'm quite interested in what's your favourite one the Thistle Hotel one. A lot of people get excited about that. I don't know. I, I just wasn't into that A6 one. I was just not into it. But anyway, I went for the league winning team, the Evening Pulse top, the Umbro one. I got that in the bag. And as we were in the queue going out, what did you spot? Uh, LS11 sign. To go on the wall here in, Man- in our Manchester base. I thought, beautiful. We bagged it up. I paid the extra money. We went in and went through the drama of the Brentford game. We went home and when we were sitting at the kitchen table, I was about to believe it or not go on a skydive experience straight after. And just before we were about to leave, 
lad's mum says to me, ooh, did you change your top? And I went, yeah. Where was the top? Where was the bag with the tops in? Where was the bag with the tops and the LS11 sign in it? Because it weren't back home with lad and me. It wasn't in the car. And do you know where it was? It was under my seat in the upper east stand. We'd not picked it up. Neither of us. It was there. Oh my God. I mean, we're talking almost a hundred quids worth of stuff here. And that wasn't the worst thing about it. It was the fact that I wanted that top. I mean, secretly, I'm buying that current strip, thinking to myself, this is going to be the, the league winning strip. Hence why it led me on to get the strip that I used to have as a kid. And I bought that. And then Lad saw this sign and got that. And I thought, that's cool. We wanted this stuff. It wasn't that we'd just forgotten it and spent money on it. We wanted this stuff. And we'd left it. I went into panic. I picked up my phone. I ran the club shop, spoke to a lovely lady who went off and asked around. No bag handed in. Call back Monday. Hopefully someone will have handed it in. I called the club shop on the Monday. No one had handed it in. And God bless her, the girl who answered, she was absolutely lovely, but she was from Yorkshire. And the problem with Yorkshire people sometimes is we say how it is. And she actually ended the call by saying, I'm sorry to say it, I don't think you've ever seen that bag again. I went, no! I didn't give up there, though, because I believe in Leeds. I called the ticket office where another lovely lady answered the phone. And she said, email the club supporters liaison officer. She gave me the email address and I did it. I sent, this is what I put, I said, dear madam slash sir, I am contacting you in the hope you will able to help me retrieve a bag from a club shop of Legionite, full of Legionite merchandise that I left at the game on Saturday versus Brentford. She emailed back within 24 hours. Thank you for your recent email regarding lost property. Unfortunately, nothing has been handed into lost property. I will keep your details on file should anything turn up in the meantime. Kind regards, Fiona, supporters liaison officer. So that was it. Written it off. We're never seeing it again. I'm sitting here thinking I really wanted this top because obviously I'm not going to go back and buy another one. I can't do that. Lad didn't get his LS11 sign. I haven't got my retro strip that I wanted. It's all sad guns all around, guys. The 11th of October. Ping! Fiona Hanley, the legend that she is, emails me again. You are in luck. I have just had your bag of LUFC stuff handed in by a cleaner. A cleaner has handed it in. What a legend! I have just checked your account and see that you have purchased a ticket to the Knott's Forest game, which we have, where that's our next game we can go to. What I can do is leave a bag for me to go pick up. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why Leeds United is the greatest football club for supporters. Fiona Hanley, the supporters liaison officer, you are a legend you represent everything that is great about Leeds United the cleaner who handed in the bag of stuff didn't swag it didn't 
steal it. Didn't go, ooh, look, there's loads of stuff in there I could go sell. No, because we're all Leeds, aren't we? That is why Leeds United is the greatest club in the land. Batty about reading. Okay, so Lad um, got a bad report uh, in his English about saying he doesn't read enough. So immediately I acted as a good father figure I am. I handed him one of the greatest books ever written, and that was David Batty's The Autobiography, of which he is charged with reading all the way through, and in each podcast he will deliver a David Batty fact. Babu. Let's have it. Uh, so, the 1989 season and the 90 to the 1990 season um, was the season that David Batty and Leeds got promoted back into Division 1. Batty about reading. Obviously, we always do um, large shouts at the end of the podcast. It's a short one this week because of the international break. Um, the star shout out goes to The Cleaner and Fiona Hanley from the supporters liaison at uh, the supporters liaison officer at Leeds United that's Fiona Hanley you obviously uh, are our heroes forever and ever thank you so much but here's the rest uh, so we do have a Facebook shout um, so a big shout to 8 year old Dylan and more importantly a 2 year old Abby who went to her first Leeds game last week Woo! against Brentford got a great picture of Dylan and Abby standing by Billy outside Ellen Road putting that up on the Twitter and Facebook awesome pit pit thanks to their dad Scott for sending that picture in and uh, in Twitter shouts we have uh, at Bremner1919 the Sheffield White uh, the Sheffield White at Lindsay True at Lord Snooty 68 at Kathy Hate Hall at follow me and LUFC at LUFC history at Ben underscore Steed Stead or Steed Stead Stead O three from the Talking Shut p- podcast and at all of Leeds and that Josh Stop ninety four. Loads of Twitter this week. Instagram shouts we have LUFC fanbase at LUFC fanzone at Luke in Barney, at everything LUFC, at underscore Theo Wilson underscore, at MJS Sparks with a Z on the end, and at Bailey Gamer TV 534. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, without you guys, this podcast won't go anywhere. It helps it reach out to more of the Leeds United community, which is what this podcast is all about. We're hopefully talking about the things you are, and hopefully you get a nice big Leeds United warm cuddle by listening to this podcast. Please lend all your support. Give us reviews on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. All the platforms you can um, interact with us on, Instagrams, all the social media stuff. Thanks so much. And the next time we speak to you guys will be after we've given Blackburn Rovers an absolute belting. Baboon, cheerio. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.